Happy start of the week, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Millennial Mindset, where we interview high-performing millennials and dissect the mindset behind their success. This week, we have a selfless entrepreneurial spirit with the heart to give back, Miss Christina Brophy, and she shared with us a moment where she ended up finding her rhythm. She said that you are not for everybody. When you find the people that need your information and the resources that you have, communicate it to them. After that, she shared with us uh, her experience with homelessness, her humble beginnings with the Women Empowerment Expo, her relationship with God, and her thoughts on feminism versus women empowerment, which are not the same. Christina Brophy is a woman on a mission with precise vision, and we are excited for you guys to hear this conversation. So without further ado, let's get it. Hey, I'm working on a Wednesday, then up again the next day. Someone so is popping, man, I skip him like your leg day. Yo, welcome back to Inside the Millennial Mindset. It's your boy Rico once again. I'm here joined by my co-host, my man, the man, the myth, the legend, Rico. What's up, bro? Yo, guys, how's it going? It's Friday. I mean, it's Friday. Oh, my God, guys, I'm so stuck yesterday. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's nah. it's, uh, it's Saturday, it's man. happens when you don't sleep, on? but it's Saturday morning right now, and uh, it's I'm excited for another episode today because we have a cool guest. I've been wanting to have a conversation with her for a while. I've been to uh, one of her networking events. I saw her yeah. speak, and I've just, I've seen her make things happen in a way that very yeah. few people have been able to man i've uh, i've been keeping up with her hustle the earliest i caught it was i think it was late 2018 when i saw her first come out with some people that i was uh he uh cool with here in the county and right. since then i'm gonna let her explain it. i'm gonna let her dive into what she's been doing but i'm impressed i'm very impressed and i'm very excited to see where she's gonna take her movement so am i man and before i introduce her i do want to say that my first encounter with her was um, I believe Demeter's Garden, I think they, they sponsored one of her networking events at Copper Blues okay. in Oxnard. And I was invited to be there and I was like, okay, cool. Let's go check what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Loved how fresh and how new it felt because I mean, I've been, I, you guys know I'm in the mortgage industry. So networking events for me are like, you know, they're butter. They're, they're yeah. good for me. So I'd gone to all these other ones and I was like, well, it, there's a weird feeling in here. I feel like there's no real, there's networking going on, but it's not what's right for me being a millennial being you know new in the industry so mm -hmm. when i went to this event i was like dang there's like-minded individuals there's people that that want to grow and there's people with this burning desire different to, energy to, yeah to just blow up and do great things so without further ado guys i want to introduce you to christina marie brophy what's up brophy how you doing good morning i just finished a killer crossfit workout so my blood's flowing yeah the blood's flowing you're yeah. ready uh you're ready to you're ready to kill it today yeah let's do it heck yeah i'm all for it so talk to us like give us a little background like like for the people that don't know for our audience that doesn't know let us know who you are like like give us a little background i know that we described a little bit about how we kind of you know encountered you but yeah give us a little background on you okay so i am uh, 31 years old black skin female okay okay <laughs> um i am a i would I would be what you would call a multi-passionate entrepreneur, yeah. but I also still work a nine-to-five job, so wow. um, I do a lot, but um, I'm, a, I'm going on my second year of um, really just manifesting um, the organizations that I started. Yeah. Um, I created um, an event, the Women's Empowerment Expo, so that was, um, I brought that out in like 2018. Right. That's basically like... It's a lot under one roof. It's a marketplace for um, female entrepreneurs. It's a place for networking. It's a place for people to share their testimonies and right. get the resources that they need. Mm -hmm. um, and I also have the Ventura County Networking Group. So that's right. for 
men and women, business owners, entrepreneurs, basically anybody at any level in business uh, to come and make connections. And my newest project is my nonprofit organization, the Women's Empowerment Network. Mm-hmm. And uh, my focus with that is to help women um, that are going through chemotherapy. So we right. basically provide resources um, through my partnerships and we provide free wigs, uh, free um, um, manicures, uh, micro microblading services. Wow. Um, I would just create a new partnerships where spas will, spas will be open so like women can enjoy like spa amenities and yeah. they basically would um, come to my they basically come to my office and apply for a voucher and they could take advantage of the free resources right. that are available. Okay. Well, that's amazing. Um, one thing that I that I've noticed a lot about passionate individuals and, and just people that that want to grow and want to do something amazing is there there's there's always a an act of selflessness. And I think that's amazing that you're doing that. You're, you're providing not only, yes, you're making money in the county. Yes, you're doing things in the county, but you're also providing something for the county. Like you're doing something that's that's investing in our county. And for that, man, I take off my hat too for that because that's amazing. I don't see too many too many people that, that want to do stuff like that. They're just in it for the bag. And, and that's one thing that I truly admire about you. And I see it's like everybody's going to win. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I like that. And one thing that I like, blows my mind all the time is that your networking events it's like yes it's a networking event but you were doing headshots for yeah. these people that that they can't get headshots you know what I mean? like yeah like mm-hmm. that to me is like like hold on like you're you're really finding people to do this kind of stuff and provide this service yeah like that's just that's beautiful to me because it's like some people say i support you some people say i'm there for you some people say i believe in your dream but then there's people like brophy that really believes in you and empowers really you empowers you and invests in you oh, like guys, like no 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm saying and i'm not i'm not saying this because because you know i i really mean this like this is something that i find amazing because there's a lot of people that find success in their industries and they forget that at one point they were that new entrepreneur that yeah. that young entrepreneur that couldn't pay for this service so they couldn't mm-hmm. get this yeah and what you're doing i think is is great so what would you say was the thing that inspired you to to create these different outlets for people? Like what 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 inspired you to create the Women Empowerment Expo? So I think for each organization that I started, there was something something that I went through in my life where I wish I had these where I wish I had the resources, the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and like whenever I go through something I really like I it sticks with me and I'm always like, Okay, this sucks. I know I wish somebody like I I hope other people don't have to go through it. And when I'm able to find out how, once I get through it, which I, I get through everything, just, of course. you know, I'm extremely blessed, but um, I, I always find a way. So like for the Women's Expo, um, during that time, it was like in 2000, 2017, um, right. I was getting out of a really bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually, I was homeless. I stayed in a hotel and I was going out drinking and I was just like going downhill. And I literally was like, I like I felt like that was like rock bottom for me. Right. And I just remember like being I just remember like being like at a bar and like throwing up in a toilet and like mm, okay. being like, I don't like why? Like, I don't want this for my life. And I of just course. randomly was like, I need to look for something like that's better for me. And it was kind of like me going in and out of church. And then it was me going to like to other events and it was like 
that were revolved like around inspiration. So right. here in Ventura County, I really couldn't find anything for me. And so going out to LA, I went to this one event and it was like a women's, it was like a women's event and it wasn't focused on inspirational speaking at all. Mm-hmm. But I just happened to like, and like there was probably about like six, seven people in the audience. Everybody was there like shopping. And right. I was just like, you know what? I just, maybe I should just sit and listen. And mm-hmm. I sat there and there was a speaker and she said, um, if you're tired of doing the same thing over and over, then stop doing the same thing over and over. And even though it was just like simple words, like right. it stuck to me and I was just like, you're right. Like, and this was at a time where I was going, like I would try to do good and then I would go back to drinking or I was yeah. trying to get out of this relationship and I would go back to getting in this relationship. Right. And so... I applied that to my life and I was like, you're not going back. You don't need to drink. And I, um, I don't know, like leaving there, I just felt like so inspired. And I have, I don't think I ever felt like so inspired. And I was like, I was just like, man, like I wish there was things like this in like my hometown. Cause I know right. so many other people that are so broken, people that are doing the same things that I'm doing that are throwing up with me in the other bathroom stall. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, you know, more people need to hear this. So I just looked for people who, um, I saw that it's it's crazy because I used to like see so many like happy inspirational people and at the time I was just like okay okay girl like yeah. you know and I was like oh my gosh like I want to reach out to that person <clears throat> to work with me so I can make this happen right and it was literally just like literally just one day after that event I was like I want to have something like this mm-hmm. and so I just you know it was supposed to be just be an inspirational speaking event and mm-hmm. a one time thing um, but. I just made so many connections and I reached out to people and I got ended up getting um, friends who were like um, entrepreneurs that I didn't know how I was actually going to pay for this. And so like I had friends that didn't have like store friends and they're like, oh, we'll help pitch in, we'll sell my stuff. And, you know, two or three people ended up being like almost like a hundred, a hundred people. And they were just different women owned businesses. And I'm like, this is cool. It's a place for them. It's going to help me pay for this, you know, and so it helped me. And then the speakers, and I just started, like, putting it out there. And, like, I didn't think, like, for my first event, there was about 500 women. Wow. And I was just like, wow. Like, I didn't even realize that that many people would, like, be interested in, like, looking to hear some, like, some kind of, like, inspiration. Of course. And, yeah, so, like, that was, for me, like, that was the start from the expo. And, like, you know, people kept, you know, after that, I just got so much good feedback. And everyone's like, when's the next one? I was like, I wasn't thinking about doing the next one. But, like. You know, when there's people reaching out to you saying, like, I needed this, like, this helped me open up to my family about this or whatever it was. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, like, this is only like, you know, a handful of people. And so, like, it made me like want to keep going and to keep doing it. And I have for the, you know, I'm on my, I think like my fourth women's expo now. Yeah, I, that to me, like, I get the chills when I think about that, because a lot of us like, shit, I'll tell you straight up, Rigo and I were thinking like, we wanted to put something like that together for this brand right but it's so difficult it is it's not it's not easy i mean it's it's from like venues not believing in you to like people saying like well what is this about you know and there's so many there's so many factors involved in it and obviously me being a full-time entrepreneur like full-time in in, involved in my industry him being involved in his industry it's like there was two minds here but then there's like there was one you that had a dream and that had had this idea and had a vision and put it together so Man, that's just something very admirable. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's next level. And, and not only that, like you took this expo like nationwide. Like you went out and you did stuff elsewhere. Like, that's like what the heck? You know what I mean? Like that's cool. It's like you're not keeping it in here. You're you're sharing it with the masses. And, and it wasn't easy at all. Like of course. I, like 
and it's 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 kind of like what I learned is like you ha- really have to like prove like you feel like you have to prove yourself for people to like believe yeah. in you. And I think when I first started, I um, I remember like reaching out to like radio stations and stuff, and I was like, I want to do something good in this community. And you know, I was slapped all these five thousand dollars, da 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 da. I'm like, how am I supposed to like tell people about this if I don't have the finances to like get the word out to the amount of, of people that I want to help? And I remember getting off the phone and I was like, dang, like, how are you going to do this? Like, they don't even like care to, you know, to help you. And right. it's like, when you're trying to do something good, you'll find that there's, until you prove that you've done something, it's very hard to get people to like invest and trust yeah. in you. And sometimes it just takes, you know, one person to like get you that connection. So in my instance, um, one of my good friends, Kat, I didn't actually know her at, I We've been friends probably for like about two years, but she actually saw um, a, a very not high quality flyer that I made. I did not know anything <laughs> about graphics, but she saw it and she's like, I want to get involved. And I remember like checking in my DMs and she's just like, I love what you're doing and I want to help you and I want to get this on the air. And I was just like, wow, what a blessing. I Like a few days ago, I reached out to a radio station and they told me that I was going to have to pay all this money. And now you're reaching out to me saying you believe in what I'm doing and I'm going to help you get it on the air. Yeah. And um, that's when she, you know, connected me to like Rico and Mambo. Mm -hmm. They got like my PSAs aired. And still to this day, like we just did like a commercial like two days ago, um, like last week. And they're still like supporting me. And like it took that. Sometimes it takes just one person to see to see for what to see you for what you're doing to help you like get Mm -hmm. to the next level. And I feel like in that instance that helped me. I just mm-hmm. needed one person to help me. Yeah, and um, over over the span of the three years, you said you started uh, probably somewhere in 2017. You've, you're pretty much the queen of finding these opportunities and being able to open up these doors. You've become very good at it. You've been able to manifest it. But you also said that in the beginning, it wasn't easy, right? You had mm-hmm. to go through several no's. You had to, they slapped $5,000 bills in your face and you weren't able to do it. So a lot of people, whenever they're trying to, people have people are very good in nature. People want to do very good, and yeah. they go out and they try to make it happen. But it just they're not able to do it. How many? How long did you go before you were able to get this door open? You said that you know you you reached a few people, right? You reached out to a few radio stations. and You kept getting no's. But how long did you persist with these no's before you were able to say, "Hey, you know what? I got my opportunity." Um, I think after I think. After I got through my first mm-hmm. event, more people started seeing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. and So um, you went through your whole first event. You yeah, did everything like, by yourself before anybody was actually extended no, a hand to you? I, I wouldn't say like by myself. I did have people that, you know, that reached out to be like, hey, I want to help you with video. And mm-hmm. it's just like I was just so grateful like these people. Yeah. And I think they saw some kind of, for some reason, they saw some kind of value mm-hmm. in me and what I was doing. And some of those people I still work with today, but... Um, it honestly, it took the a couple people just like teaming up with me mm-hmm. um, to help me. To help me, I guess. Like I don't. No, yeah, that's pretty much what I, what I was asking you. It's because um, like uh, Rico mentioned, me and him had a similar ambition. The reason we started inside of the millennial mindset was because we noticed we started uh, late. No, it was early 2019, and we noticed that we wanted to uh, 
find information. We wanted to team up with people that were like-minded. This is before I really started seeing what you were up to and what was going on here in the city. Yeah. But it was hard to come, like find like-minded individuals who had the same vision, who were trying to create the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went to Los Angeles. We went to Santa Barbara. We were going everywhere else except here in our own city. Mm-hmm. So we created the podcast in order to give them a voice. But in the beginning, like like you mentioned, it's hard to get that support. Yeah. It's hard to get the people to support you. So we persisted we you know we leveraged our resources we reached out to people and then once they started seeing us making things happen Mm -hmm. that's when more people were willing to say hey you know what like like let's create something let's make something happen and that's where the millennial mindset event was going to happen but we kept getting so many closed doors and it it, it became so hard to do it that we decided to postpone it and Mm -hmm. until this moment we haven't brought it back so it just uh like rico said it's it's just it's 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 inspiring to see that you did it by yourself in the beginning yeah and i think what i learned what i learned um is that i I think in the beginning i wanted everybody to go to my events Mm -hmm. i was you know i was advertising everywhere and i was like you know what you're not for everybody Mm -hmm. um and so like i really like i'm like i had to like sit down and be like who are you trying to help um if it's women that are going through Say it's women that are um, going through domestic violence. Go reach out to mm-hmm. the women that are at the at the women's home. Like mm-hmm. these are the people that need to be at your events. Everybody doesn't need to be at your events. Mm. Not everyone's going to believe in what you do, but there are people that actually need you. And so that's when you know I sit down and I'm gonna and I'm like, where are the people that that need the resources that I have that need to hear the people that I have? Mm-hmm. And that has really helped me, you know target and like go to the you know go to those people Mm -hmm. i think when you're thinking like i want everybody i want to have five thousand, whatever it is Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like it's cool but is it realistic like it's it's like i don't know like that really helps me like every day like i i you know i have a calendar and i'm like okay like who, who do I want to help and where do I okay. find them and how am I going to do it? So you're very strategic about your niche market and where you want to approach it? Yeah. Okay. And I think that is that has been like one of my most, um, yeah, that just that just works for me. Mm-hmm. For instance, like for my, my women's expo, I'm like, okay, I want to have 25 artists. Mm-hmm. I want to create a okay. platform for 25 artists to display their artwork. And I want to have them, obviously, they're going to be 25 bodies at my event. How do I get them here? Where do I find them? I reach out to artists. They want their artwork somewhere, so they're gonna get involved and they're gonna have their stuff there. And boom, I already got that mm-hmm. out of the way. Okay. And do you do you think you had a mentor that helped you get to this point right now? Did your family come? Did you come from like a like I wouldn't call it a blessed family, but did you come from? Did you have the support? Did your family uh, host events before, or what is your background in that area? Because the way you're moving right now, it's it's very efficient. You're very strategic the way you're moving. Also, like it's almost as if you know exactly what you're doing, or ha- has it been by design? No. So my family, no, my family has not. Helped. My family, they show up, they volunteer at the events, <laughs> they get their free gift bag. But, um, <laughs> but shout out no, to the family. I, 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 I really, I'm not gonna say that I did everything on my own, but I, I, I isolated myself for a long time because I knew like this is I don't know I've never I don't have any background in event planning or whatever but I always knew that I had a leadership mentality Mm -hmm. so like even like in junior high high school I was an ASB I was like my vice president like I've always you know liked to lead Mm -hmm. but I never and it's like you're giving these tasks they're not things that you want to do but you know so I feel like it kind of built my character to take some kind of leadership role and, you know, I think growing up throughout my life, I went through many things, um, 
I was molested very young. I was abused. My dad was a drug addict. My mom is just, we do not have a relationship. Um, I was raped as a teenager. I went through chemotherapy just the last year. Like I've been through a lot. And so I've, and I've had to pull myself up, pull myself up out of all these things. Um, and I think that's just like what, that's just what gives me my strength to do okay. everything that I have to do. So when I when I have an event, I don't just have it because I'm like, mm, I want to help this person. Mm. No, it's because I've been through something and there's something that I did or there's a connection that I made that helped me get out of that. And so that's what I incorporate in my events. And along the way, I meet other people mm-hmm. who are also like me and they maybe they have some kind of expertise in something. They're like, we could help in this way, whether they're the trauma therapist, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. And I think, you know that's how that's how i grow and that's mm-hmm. how that's yeah i think that's just what helps me with my events is that i've i, can, I don't just put on things because i like to talk about it because mm-hmm. i've been through that and people could relate to that and i think that's what what i'm starting to hear and correct me if i'm wrong but it sounds like essentially what you're doing is you're building a support system for people that went through what you went through mm-hmm. that you're basically it's kind of like if you're 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 going back in time and providing that younger you with the resources that you needed at that time. Yeah. And that's I think that's great because a lot of these things that you said that you went through um, are things that people don't speak about. Yeah. Right? They don't want to, but if they're provided with the resource, at least they're like, hey, look, maybe you don't want to talk about this in public, mm-hmm. but here's a therapist, here's this person, here's this connect yeah. with them. Here's an, and, and I'm going to make it so easy for you to do it to where nobody's even going to know that you're coming to an event that's about that. No, it's an event that's mm-hmm. that's for women empowerment and, and for to, a platform for you. But yeah. here are these resources that you can use. You're making it very uh, you're enabling them to go in there and ask for the help and make it in an easy way, a seamless way and in a way mm-hmm. where nobody else is really going to know what you know what I mean. And, yeah. and that's that's great. You know, that that's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to hear. And um <clears throat> excuse me i'm noticing a lot of people that we we talk to mm-hmm. that are that i would because con- i consider you successful in your in your industry for creating events the nonprofit, that creative group that you have like i consider you successful in that right and i feel like it's a lot of times we have to go through something either traumatic mm-hmm. or we have to go through something that changes our lives on a, on a next level in order to be able to to really I guess uh, manifest our destiny, right? Really, really embody the person that we're supposed to become. Yeah. Somebody shared right now on my live, and I think this is insane. Um, it's one of my buddies from the Valley, the Hood Foodie. He's he's a food blogger. Yeah. He shared that her story was written before she was even born. Like this is what she was supposed to do, and like I I see that in you, and it's it's just like him and I. We tried to put something together, right? Mm-hmm. But then with you, it's like like even though these doors were closing you still kind of push through it. Yeah. And, and to me, that's kind of like a, that, that's a sign saying like you were supposed to be here. Yeah. Now you're just manifesting who you are, who Brophy is, you know? And I think I share a lot of like the things that I went through like mentally, but I never share like the entrepreneurial side, like how I, you know, how I do it. And so like, I think when I wanted to do all these things, I struggled mm-hmm. with people taking me seriously, like not having a business card, not having a website, right. not having all these things. And so like, and that's why I'm so passionate, even like at my events when I have like headshots or I help people like 
make websites and do all these things because I remember that people would ask me for these things and I yeah. didn't have the finances. They'd be like, oh, what are you doing? Let me see your website. I'm like, I don't have one yet. And so I remember reaching out for a website and they're like, oh, it's going to be like, you know, $3,500. And I was like, I'm going to have to learn how to make one myself. Because, of course. Okay. You know, and so a lot Wait, of- Wait, so you developed the skills by yourself? For yourself? I just- Googled a lot of things. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know I love how to it. do something. I love like, I, I'll figure it out. And so, like, I, you know, I started, like, designing, like, business cards and stuff. And it was, they weren't the best. Of they weren't the best. But um, they did the job. They, they did the job. And so, like, over time, you know, I got better. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, at the time, I thought this was, like, nice. But I'm like, okay, now you need to step it up a little bit. Right. And I think in the beginning, like, I think what stops people from a lot of things is finances. Like, I want to start this business. But I have to, I have to have all this in order to, to start that, mm-hmm. and so I, yeah. So I basically had to create those things, and so whenever I have like an event or, or whatever, I'm like, let me make sure I'm providing some kind of resource that's gonna help somebody, like with headshots, whether it's with business cards, mm-hmm. whether it's just some kind of like video footage of you doing something, you know, interacting with people because people are very visual. So if they don't see that you've done anything, they don't take you seriously. Mm-hmm. So I always try to help like with creating that content mm-hmm. and um, that opportunity because. I didn't really have anybody that mm-hmm. that yeah. gave me that opportunity, but I remember how um, I'm gonna say legit. I, how I just didn't consider myself yeah. to be even like a business person without all these things. Okay. And once I had that, I was like, wow, I have a little bit more confidence in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you you walk a little different, and I feel that 100. percent Like when you have that business card, or you have. You walk a little different. It's like, yes, this is, you know, you, you, you feel better. Right? Yeah, like when you showed me your business card, your digital business card the other day. I'm oh, like, yeah, okay. yeah, that I was thing. like, all right, yeah. Christine, it's time yeah. to step your game yeah. up a little bit. You, like, you got to pick one up because, you know, you run out of business cards and you're like, oh, shoot, what? Are, nah, I'm ready. I got yeah. you. Yeah, so you know, that's, so, go so, ahead. So talking about that topic right now, like, I, I, I've noticed something that you've been doing, or not, not necessarily now, but more towards when you, when you were starting in the beginning. I noticed that you were pushing yourself, but you were doing a lot more of pushing the people that you were working with. Mm-hmm. So, what was your focus really on that personal brand right there? Because earlier you mentioned, hey, you know what? I did headshots for my people. I was uh, showing, I, w- I was uh, putting them in a position of power. But I've noticed that that was your approach in the beginning. Is that something that you did intentionally? Were you? And by that, what what I'm trying to say is, were you trying to kind of uh, put them in a pedestal because you wanted them to share their story, or were you just not comfortable sharing your personal brand in the beginning? Um, I I think. I was not comfortable. Okay. I was not comfortable sharing my story at mm. all. And I've, be, I've become more like transparent, like day by day to yeah. this day, you know. Um, but I I realized that there's people that are actually passionate about sharing how they have overcome all these things. And I'm like, and I looked up to them. I'm like, man, like, I wish like, I wish I could be like yeah. them. And so it's putting these people like on a platform to like share their story. Like I didn't, I didn't realize I think until my first event, I didn't really, really realize what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I put them on this platform, I remember one of the girls that um, I, she was going through domestic. She had actually overcome. She got out of a very abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like, you know, she's she's a powerful woman. And so I remember her going on stage and I didn't really know her whole story. And so she shared a bit of her story. And it was her her family was actually in the audience. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she shared how she was abused and she had like black eyes and afterwards after the event like and I couldn't really pay attention to the whole thing because I was like everywhere but afterwards she's like thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to share my story because 
that was the first time I my family um that was the first time I told my family about my abuse. So my whole wow. my whole so they relationship, heard it live. So my whole relationship, I wouldn't be around my family because I would have like black eyes or you know, I was going through this abuse. And um and so like they were they were happy that they they were mad at me this whole time that I was staying away from them because uh-huh. I didn't know how to tell them. So they were just like, Oh my gosh, like like we were so mad, but we're so happy that we know now. And she's like, This is this was my only sometimes it's easy easier to say things in front of a bunch of people yeah. and to actually like tell your whole family. And so like I thought she was there to help heal other people, but it was a part of her own healing. And it was just you know, it was just beautiful and I didn't know like it, it also it it also helps the speakers mm-hmm. and the people that are in the audience. So yeah. I didn't know that I was doing that. So um, you brought something up that I've, I've been doing a lot of research on mental health recently and how pretty much it affects all of us. And this is actually a question more directed to you personally. How do you deal with your mental health? Because you become this beacon of hope, this beacon of inspiration for a yes. lot of ladies, a lot of men, a lot of everybody. Everybody looks as you as this beacon of light that's helping them spread and uh, share their own peace or come to uh, come to peace with their own demons yeah so how do you do it personally to be able to balance that out because mental health is a very delicate thing we are creatures of energy and we share that energy throughout the individuals that we share uh, just this conversation right now we're yeah. sharing the energy between all three of us and you are this you are at the epicenter of this right here of course with your team but you're at the epicenter so how do you do to keep your cool keep your mind calm and pretty much keep your peace yeah because you do a lot a ridiculous well amounts. you know i do go a little crazy sometimes <laughs> a lot of times um but i actually i really struggle with like with um with like not going a little bit crazy because i get so overwhelmed because like mm-hmm. i said i work a nine-to-five job and at, at my at my job i'm actually working on my other things and after work it's just so i get so overwhelmed and um i and that's something that i'm still working on right now and i try to like for me I go, I listen to my Jesus music. There you okay. go. Yeah, you know, and it, it just puts me in a whole, it just puts me in a whole other, like, just puts me in a, in a, in a better place. Um, I really just, for my mental health, I would say just, like, listen to my Jesus music. Okay. And um, I ha- sometimes I have to disconnect from, like, my laptop and my phone. And um, I literally, I like to go to the beach and just, like, look at the beach and okay so you actually take like some time for yourself when, that's when like, that's when it's like extreme extreme like that's just like okay christina you need to take a break and like when mm-hmm. i go to the beach i know that things are so crazy and like that's like that's when i know like mm-hmm. but i and i used to have a, a huge problem with drinking so my go-to was like i'm gonna get hammered i'm gonna you know kill two bottles of wine and stuff and oh, i wow and i've really tried to um to steer away from that because it yeah. just never leads to anything good. I don't like who I am when I drink. Mm-hmm. I don't like how I act. And so I, um, yeah, I, I, I would just say t- going to a place where j- just away from distractions. Mm-hmm. Finding tranquility. Yeah. yeah. And I actually did start going to therapy. Um, it was like a faith-based uh, therapy. And I went, uh, I tried it for a few months and it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was good for me. It kind of like opened my eyes to a lot of the things that I didn't see that um, uh, really affected my life. Mm-hmm. And so now the things that I learned about myself, I, when I do certain things, like I've, I look for different ways like to cope differently. Okay. So I think that therapy was amazing for me. Okay. 
Yeah, it's 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 it's. I, I find this very interesting when there's people people like you who are making movements happen. It's people are very easy to see. You know the superficial. What's on the outside? They get to see you with your fedora. They get to see you very uh, in the stage, being confident, but they never get to see what really goes behind the scenes because the stress can get very immense, especially with everything mm. going on. And it's uh, especially in today's society where mental yeah. health is becoming a very it's it's a very delicate subject. So I mean, yeah, and. I, and- I'll share with you my it shoot mental health and mental breakdown that shit hit me like I, I went through something like that last year at the beginning of the beginning of the year like it's it's um it's tough and to see that you're able to manage it is 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 great yeah it's, what I- it's, it's it's um it's almost like like I don't want to say jealous in a bad way right but it's almost like damn like I wish I had that mental power you know exactly man i needed to make sure she was human yeah yeah and and this is the way that i think this is the way that i think in in our community it's like if anybody can make it happen it's gonna be brophy straight up we all we all no right 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 but the thing is that i give credit where it's due right and i know that you're gonna be humble about it but deep down inside i know hell yeah i can right because you're a very powerful very very powerful woman and 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 the thing is that you believe in yourself and i feel like when anybody when we believe in ourselves Mm -hmm. Oh man, something insane happens inside. Like you are unstoppable. You are like this, just this force, this power. That's like nothing's gonna get in the way. Well, it's crazy because sometimes I, I feel like today I could conquer the world, and some days I'm just like, girl, don't do it. <laughs> 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 well, I do have those days, but yeah, of course, because know, we have ups and downs, right? I mm-hmm. think, and every time I feel that way, I, you know, it's something very like simple. Like I, I tell myself, like remember why you why you started it in the first place, right? And you, you mm-hmm. think about the the people that message you and the people who say that they look up to you. And I think yeah. like that really like keeps me going. Like I don't make it about myself. Keeps I, you on your toes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I see it a lot of what, what I'm hearing that a lot of what you're doing is you're not really doing it for yourself. You're doing it for people that went through similar things like you did, you know, both in business, personal and, and all that stuff. So I like that. I like that you're doing that. That's super dope. Now I want to, I want to ask you something a little kind of like move shift gears into right. more of a, more of a, question that i'm seeing and and this is a very from coming from a very unbiased position okay um what do you think about and this is what i've been hearing right not coming from me once again so for our listeners who said that and <laughs> this is what i've been hearing like <clears throat> there's all these and and one thing that i did notice on facebook there's like for example there, there's this there was this event where it was like for women it was a women's event thing right not yours but another one mm-hmm. and i'm like okay cool yes i'm all for it like 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 woman power like girl power let's do it like i'm all for it mm-hmm. like i said i was raised for for a majority of my life by a single mother and you know i, I love my mom and, and that's my rock right but why is it that there's like i feel like now there's some sort of segregation again not in your events mm-hmm. your events are cool but i'm just saying like that's kind of like well, what if I want to go support the female entrepreneur? Yeah. You know, like, what is your thought on that? What do you think about those segregated events where it's like women only or because I don't think I've seen any men's only groups or, or if there is, maybe I, they're just not. I'm not aware of that. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's any men's only <clears throat> events, but I think there are events where women could walk. I know personally. Right. I worked and I walked into my very first networking event and there uh-huh. was three women. And so I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I could connect 100 percent about anything that I wanted to talk about. Like, right. And I think it's we let's just be real. We live in a male dominated industry like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. And so as far as like, um, you know, my events, that's one thing that I did want to have was like where we didn't where there was an event where 
you know, women didn't feel like they were less than. Right. No, of course. And, and, and but I, I but I never like I love when men come to my event. Like, I think right. it's so important for them to hear like a woman's perspective. And I remember a friend had went and they're like, wow, I'm glad I came because I never would have thought I never I never think about, you know, the things that these women are saying. So right. it's actually something that, you know, I'm very much working on and making sure that I do include men. And even like the last networking mixer, like I had men on my panel and I thought it was beautiful mm-hmm. because, you know, the men were very emotional. Like, there were so many yes, tears I and I was like, <laughs> not, not only you, but, you yeah. know, others. And I was just like, and it was different for me because I have never seen it. But also like, when do we put men on a platform to share things that they go through because I think for a man you're you're you have to have this um you have to be strong you have to be like you're the man like and I think yeah. like just the way the world yes. is like men don't cry or if you if you cry yeah. like you're you're a hyena or whatever yeah. you know uh-huh. and so it's just like I think <laughs> yeah. I think that's you know and yeah. so it was for me I was like wow this is very eye-opening and right. like I mentioned before I was like wow I think my next event I want to have a men's panel because I feel like it's important for not only women to share what they're going through, but men also. But right. I think my intentions were in the beginning where I was a very broken person and I was going through all these things so I could relate to women right. who could, um, who can basically basically provide the message I, that I couldn't at the time. Of course. <laughs> and I think that's beautiful that you're, you're taking that route because one thing, one area of opportunity that I'm seeing a lot is that I'll tell you this. Who was the one? There was somebody on, on uh, there was this interview. I think it was like a podcast type of thing. Someone famous. I forget the guy's name. But African-American starts talking about being a man and all this stuff. And he's like, you wouldn't take me serious if I told you I got raped by a woman. Right? Everybody would be like, ah, oh, ha, ha, laugh. Like, ha, ha. Like, you liked it. Like, well, no, no, no. You wouldn't take it serious if I told you I got raped by a woman. I would get made fun of. I would get laughed at. And it would be like a joke. Yeah. But deep down inside, like, no, I, I got raped by a woman, you know, and that guy says that. And, and it's it's interesting to see how men have not um, crossed that bridge to where it's OK to be emotional. Right. Yeah. I'm OK with being I'm, I'm very I like to say I'm kind of a, a dry guy. I'm not too emotional, but I'm OK with the moments that I'm emotional. Right. Yeah. I'm OK with that. Why? Because I was my mother raised me with and, and my father, too. Once he came back in the picture, I was raised to be very no express how you feel. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm OK with being that and, and I'm OK with being in touch with my feminine side and I'm OK with being uh, uh, sensitive to, you know, to whatever it is. I'm OK with that. But there's a lot of men that are not like me. Well, right? well, how did I open up this podcast? I said I'm not I, one of the first things that I said is that I'm not I'm not comfortable mm-hmm. sharing my my what was the word that I said emotion yeah emotional right. side and bro said you don't have to like hide that exactly yeah exactly and so, you don't and, yeah. I, and I feel like overall that makes you a little bit more human I don't know yeah. it makes you more human and it makes you it allows you to to like wow like you take the stress off your shoulders like yeah <clears throat> you know and like you can breathe and and that I guess will bring me to my next question for you how do you feel about this new wave and I and I'm saying this there's this new wave going on of of where the woman is more the breadwinner mm-hmm. and the men are now starting. And I, I know so many families where the woman is the one that's like, she's rolling in dough, like she's mm-hmm. bringing in the big bucks. And the man is the one that's like kind of like on the sideline, kind of like the stay at home kind of dad, like go pick up the kids, go do this, go do that. Yeah. How do you feel about a female um, uh, dominant household? Um, I don't know, like. For me, so my mom is very. My mom has always been like the one that wore, wore the pants. Okay. And so I think Same. growing up with that, 
I think it's, I think that's kind of like what, not that I'm like, I feel like I'm dominant, like I'm. Well, you have a very strong female alpha personality. And I honestly, like I, with like with men, like when I'm like start dating and stuff, like some guys are just like, oh, like they don't like it. Like they don't like that. I'll be like, sorry, like I have a meeting, like, you know, I can't go to dinner and stuff. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I think that it's, it's hard. I think it's hard. Um. That's like a very good question. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like everybody's situation's different. Correct. Um, and I, it's just something that I actually haven't thought about at all. Right. But okay. I, okay. I, and I, I personally love it. I yeah. personally love it. I'm dating a very strong woman. She's, yeah, you are. And dude, she is a powerful woman. She's very intelligent. She's very forward thinking and... She's very in tune with her, with who she is and her emotions, and she's continually be, continually developing. So, um, I'll answer that question. I, I love it, bro. I love I love where mm-hmm. society is going. If the man wants to be the one that wants to be the positive, I'm not positive one. Excuse me, the one with the dominant personality, or if the female wants to be, right. it has there has to be a balance. There's always give or take. You know, sometimes I'm the one with a more dominant personality, and I'm the one that has to hold it down. And sometimes when I'm not emotionally there, she's the one that holds it down. Yeah. So it just it's it's beautiful when there's that balance. Yeah, and I feel like if you truly love each other, exactly. like honestly, your business is your business, and of course. it's mm-hmm. like, you know, um, I don't know. I just I don't really see that. If you see that as an issue in your relationship, then mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. on your relationship. Exactly. Yeah, but, I'm a hundred percent for it. To me, it's like I'm not. I don't think you should base a relationship or the quality of a relationship on income. So to me, if like if the woman's a bread getter, like, hey, how can I empower you? To be much more. I'd have been like, hey, you better be making sure dinner's getting made or whatever. Like, I have so many friends that are like that, but I feel like everybody should equally, you know, contribute. Not just the woman's doing all the work and the guys, you know, uh, just. No, no. And and so I feel like. Of course. I actually have a friend. I can't say names, right? Wish I could. But I have a friend where she's kind of in a situation where she's no longer going to be with the father of her son because he's. She's the one that's like she's wreck, you know, raking in the the, mm-hmm. the money, and she's out there, you know, hustling and grinding to make sure that their family's taken care of. But the guy's kind of like working a part time job, staying at home, not doing anything. She gets home, she still cooks, she does all that. It's like to me, if I was in that guy's shoes, I'd be like, "Damn, I'm with somebody that wants to see the family win." Hold on, let me yeah. let me let me at least, honey, what do you want to eat tonight? Like, even if I don't cook it, I'll yeah. go buy it. You know what I mean? But yeah. but just trying to like support your other half. Yeah. Um, the way that I would see it is like, like empower them like mm-hmm. for example if, if i was if i was with somebody that, that was in uh i don't know just because it's my industry if i was with somebody that was in real estate right if i was dating some, a real estate agent i would tell her okay well how can i help you be more successful if she's bringing in more money than me as a lender how can i help you be more successful yeah right shoot you need put up open house signs cool let me help you out let mm-hmm. me go put them up for you while you're getting ready or you're setting up like you. let me make yeah. some calls for you like let me help you out but yeah. i think that that's the way that i would see it right and it should be a vice versa thing if the man's the one that's the dominant well okay let the female be the one like yo let me let me back you up what do you need yeah right whether it's holding it down at home or helping you make those calls like but i think that building that support system and that and that mutual agreement that hey look it's for the greater good of our family yeah i think that that's the main uh, main yeah. uh, objective and for there's, and there's a, a difference between a guy who's whatever drinking all day while the wife's yeah. at work or someone who's trying to do something whether they're going to school even if it is working a part-time job that's still yeah. something you yeah. know, but I think it's um, at least if you're putting something into it. You know? Yeah. So. And then I have this other and I think this is a great question that I, I All right, give it to I've, me. Uh, lay it on me. OK, so 
obviously we know that you're you're you know you're doing your thing you're you're successful in your in your industry and you're working and you're 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 hitting it hard i mean you're you're hustling you're grinding would you be okay dating somebody that's building a dream like let's say somebody like a musician we all know that musicians are it's very tough at the beginning they don't make any money whatsoever in the beginning what musician are you talking about <laughs> she's like she's like wait wait hold up what do you know about me he's like who you been hanging out with who no. paid you to ask <laughs> so like would you would you be okay with with dating somebody that's building their dream building their their empire that's at the beginning at the bottom of the pyramid okay. trying to scale to the top would you be okay with with dating a man that doesn't have money to take you roses that doesn't have money to pay for dinners that doesn't have money to to treat you the way that you should be treated yeah. would you be okay with believing in him and would you be okay with like like saying well you know what he wants to see me he doesn't have gas in his car let me help my man out because you believe in him, you mutually believe in each other. He supports you 100%, but he's going through tough times. Would you be okay doing that? So I guess I'll start like with when I don't really, and not that I don't need, but like I think I've dated guys where I would be like, I would like that, like, oh, like all the roses and all the dinner. But the, right. at the end of the day, like those things really don't mean anything to me. Because mm. I, I, I could buy my own dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, But I also think that if it's a musician like I remember like I wish somebody like believed in me or I needed I wish I had like a partner that would push me to do a little bit more um but I would think they would need to at least and I've I've been in relationships where I actually had a boyfriend where he didn't have a car and he didn't have a job and just because he was cute I was okay with it and so, like, that's one thing. Like, I don't, like, the relationship has to be based off of more than just looks. It has to be based of off of more than just money because I've dated somebody that has had a lot of money. I have dated somebody that hasn't had any money. And I wasn't happy with either either of them. Right. So I think we just need to be um, somewhat equal, like, both working towards something. Like, right. And I think the one that didn't have the car would say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But I would never see him do it. Right. And... And I and I invested so much time like driving all these places like, you know, oh, I need money for fantasy football and stuff. And I would give this mo- like all these wow. all these stupid things. And I was just like until I woke up one day, I was just like, dude, like he's pulling you down, too. So yeah. that's one thing. It's I don't need anchor. anybody pulling me down. Yeah. But also, I don't want anybody who and, you know, I've dated somebody who had a lot of money and they were also um, preventing me. Because I was reliant on their income. Like, I was told not to work, not to do anything. Right. And so, like, my money was what I would get from them. But it didn't, it wasn't helping me. It wasn't helping me at all in my career. Mm-hmm. So, basically, I think it would it would have to be somebody who has a, goals, but also, like, a game plan, like, to put it in action. Right, right. And that, that's, that's, I guess, where I was going with that. Like, if you see that they're out there trying, and you see that they're out there auditioning, yeah. and you see that they're truly every single day focusing on trying to get to that next level yeah is that something that you would support you'd be like okay i see you trying yeah but i'm very very intuitive so like right when i just i could tell who's telling me something just to blow smoke up my butt Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and i could like i really could see people's heart like when you know when there's somebody that's passionate about something but like yeah and i and i've I've seen that so like i know you know but i but i would definitely be open to like you know somebody who's starting out Okay, I can appreciate that because I feel like uh, a lot of times people will will stop from approaching others because of that situation, mm-hmm. right? Like, or 
or they'll feel less or they'll they'll look down on it or frown upon it but i can appreciate that especially coming from a woman that i consider very strong an alpha female yeah agree that was that was pretty good insight yeah. into that other side of the equation of course yeah because we know like like you know we're, we're living in a very different time now where a lot a lot of us are really pursuing different types of careers where mm-hmm. it's not like you're not and I'm not bashing on it because I we need these people, but you're not going to be a doctor, a nurse, a, you know, this and that. A lot of people are going more into that. I want to be a business owner. Yeah. And that's okay. But do you have a plan? Like, mm-hmm. do you even believe in yourself? Like, do you yeah. believe in your product? Do you believe in what you're doing? Like, and if you're going for it, like, like go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have a buddy who, who was at Playback Studios up here in, in Santa Barbara. He was living at the studio. You know what I mean? And, and he was he was doing his thing. Now he's he's he was just in Europe. Like he was just in Europe touring with his music. It's like, yeah, dude, I remember when you, you like this, like you didn't have money to buy to eat. Mm-hmm. And like now you're out here like you're doing it, man. And like like mm-hmm. I can definitely appreciate that. Yeah. So for those hustlers, those grinders, like you'd be willing, like you'd, you'd be cool with that. Yeah, I can appreciate that. That's yeah. love. Yeah. That's so amazing. that was really good insight. But now I want to get your insight on a different topic. And it, 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 it goes really in line with the kind of business that you have. So we have two different parts of the spectrum. We have the woman empowerment movement where you're empowering women through uh, developing their self-image mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially. And then we have the other movement where we have Lizzo, where we have uh, the feminism marches, where they're, wa- mm-hmm. where they're marching mm-hmm. with, uh, with pasties or sometimes without pasties, uh, with no shirts on. And they're creating a spectacle in a different way. What are your thoughts on, obviously, we already know from one side, the woman empowerment movement. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the other movement? Do you think it's progressing the movement that they're trying to make or do you think it's harming it? Uh, well, I feel like, on it, to be honest, I none of my events have anything to do with feminism, mm-hmm. with politics. Um, I love that. And mm-hmm. it's... And I think um, the movements, like, with feminism and, you know, all the, the politics and stuff, I actually think it actually kind of hurts my events because there's people that won't go because they're like, oh, like, I don't want to hear about these men bashing. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't talk about, bad about men at mm-hmm. all. Um, that was actually a thought that went through my mind when I heard of the first event. I was like, yeah. I wonder I wonder if by elevating women, I was talking to Rico, Rico if by elevating women, if they're going to be putting down men. Like, I wonder what's going on. So the and reason that's I'm... something yeah. that doesn't go... No, and that's, that's why I like what she's doing. Exactly. Right? Because and she's doing... Go ahead, speak. And so, um, so I actually had a, you know, Sky. I had a really good conversation with him, and he, uh-huh. you know, he told me he's like, you know, I would like to be a part of these events, but, you know, it seems like very geared towards women. How about men that want to support women? And I, you know, I realized, and one thing that I that I that I'm still learning is that, you know, when you have a brand or an organization, you have to be a good job. You have to do a good job of putting it out there what it is that you do. A lot of yeah. people know that I have this event, but they don't know that I have workshops on personal mm-hmm. development, business mm-hmm. development. They don't know. like So like I have to put it out there that this is what I do. And so like, you also have to put it out there, this is not what I do. Right. And so like right now, that's where I'm trying to do a better job. And, you know, and I don't post anything about politics. Mm-hmm. Um, or I don't, you know, I think I had put, posted like one post and it, Thing had something to do with men, and it could have kind of had like a negative, um, kind of had like a negative look, and I took it down because I was like, "That's not what I meant," but I could see how it could be taken like right. the wrong way. Right. Um. So I, I just think, you know, I think that that's something that I want to make sure that I that I put out there is like we don't have anything to do with like politics and mm-hmm. like feminism. It's really, um, for me, empowerment is helping somebody get through something that they may 
not be able to get through alone, and that's by providing, you know, people to like speak with them, work with them one on one, but bringing in those professionals that could help them. Um, and I feel like just the word empowerment gets get thrown it gets mm-hmm. thrown around so much, and I see a lot of these events and stuff, and I think people just really need to know what the definition is of the word. Um, and do research about what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm happy with that response. I like it. I like it because that's something that I that I have noticed about your events. They're not they're not about men bashing. And I had to be honest, I had the the, the same thought. I was like, I want to go to this. I want to get involved, but I feel like it's gonna be kind of like. Is it gonna be inviting? Yeah, am I, am I, I feel gonna, like it's gonna be kind of yeah. like. And that's where I that's where I, you know I right. said I had to do a better job. But in LA, I was. Uh, Sponsored by LA Times Espanol. I saw that. Okay. And uh, you know, you know who's behind it? A man. Yep. And so, like, without the support of LA Times, but from this man, like, I wouldn't have gotten that platform. Right. So that's where, like, you know, at the end of the day, I we still do need support by men. Right. Um. And so, yeah, that's me needing to do a better job, and I'm learning. I'm learning every day. So. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing a great job, and I think mm-hmm. you're you're doing an amazing job at what you're you know your events, your nonprofit, and just overall. I feel like your your the legacy that you're leaving behind is just next level, Brophy. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be two of you. There's never going right, to be two right, of right. you. All right, all right. You're making me brown skin But um, you know, it's it's amazing. It's beautiful to hear where you uh where you know your story kind of what motivated you um it's beautiful to see that you turned your negatives into positives it's beautiful to see that now you're providing a platform for people that went through what you went through and really i feel like you're just talking to the younger brophy you're just talking to the younger you and you're saying hey look i'm doing this because you needed it and now i'm providing it for everyone and i think that's that's a very very beautiful thing it's amazing um whatever it is that and i say this publicly whatever it is that you guys ever you know need support with or, or help with or promotion with like you can definitely count on me and my brand as rico j because i love what you're doing i love the selfless selfless act behind it and it's just next level it's mm-hmm. next level it's what ventura county needed uh-huh. and you definitely came and you gave us what we needed so kudos to you for that and it's what we didn't know we want we, it's we what didn't we know didn't we know needed, we needed it, it until we had it Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, we didn't know we needed it until we had it, and now that we have it, it's like I don't want to see it go away. Mm-hmm. I don't. This is something that's ours, and I say ours because you brought it here, and I'm saying that this is Ventura County's, so yeah. this is for us. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, love, love, love what you're doing. Love the uh, mm-hmm. the your mission statement, your passion behind it, and everything. So I thank you guys for having me because, mm-hmm. like, of course, I mean, this is a part of my testimony. I remember nobody wanted to listen to me, and mm-hmm. here I am. Like, you wanna, you guys wanna listen to me? Yeah. So I well, really we've been wanting. To, yes. we've been wanting to <laughs> <laughs> so so definitely it's uh it's beautiful um to the listeners where can we find you or you know what no before that give us some parting words what is something that you want to say to a listener somebody that's out there that's listening to this because they had to give us give us a word for them um all so i'm gonna for two things for the entrepreneurs um I think this is a question I got asked recently is like, how do you get people involved or like, how do you get people to believe in you? And one, one tip that I shared was don't do something when you're just doing it for money. Money has never been my goal and I still am not where I want to be financially, but I know it'll come. So, you know, do, do good and good will come to you. Um, and you know, um, 
cool. I had a killer workout before I came, and I'm kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> She's still trying to get it up. Well, no, that, that was beautiful. I, uh, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was that was great. That's beautiful, and I agree with you. Don't do it for the money, guys. Where can we find you? Where can our audience find you if they want to follow you? Give, this is this is you got your All commercial right. girl. Come on. All right, so. You can find me in a couple of places. So um, my website is thewenetwork.org. Um, and that has information about my expos. It has information about my nonprofit organization. Um, my Instagram page is uh, Christina Marie Brophy. And I have all my org- organizations in my, in my the link in my bio. <laughs> there we go. Easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Well, Brophy, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thank you so much for sharing your story, your passion, and your burning desire to continue helping those around you. We truly appreciate it. Uh, with that being said, guys, uh, Rigo, any last words from you, brother? Yes, Christina. I just want to thank you, like Rigo said personally, but this time from my side, for doing everything that you said you were going to do and actually making a difference because you have actually made a difference in many people's lives. Yes. Yes, you have. Beautiful. Guys, make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you leave us a review down there. Uh, All our information is going to be in the bio. Uh, You can find it there. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow her on Instagram and uh, join the journey. Show up to the events.